We have all had those weeks, and for some, they might happen more than others. The type of week where you feel like you are completely behind, where everything is going opposite of plan, and you are quickly falling so behind in all the things. I get it. In our own little perfect worlds, we insist on creating and living within our heads. We would get everything done ahead of time, set up and schedule our week for success, plan out all the things, start the basic preparations for bigger tasks at hand, and feel equipped to take on the week by storm. But that never happens. So instead, we quickly shift to a state of survival where we have to quickly adjust and pivot and do how do I survive and keep floating through the task at work, keeping things somewhat orderly at home, all while trying your best to maintain somewhat healthy. Well, friends, the good news is, that state of survival doesn't have to be scary. You can actually recover your week and still feel productive and accomplished on all that needs to get done. That is exactly what we are going to do today. Six steps to overcoming that feeling of falling so far behind in order to move ahead and finish your week feeling productive, accomplished, and capable. Is your life overly overwhelmed? Do you find your peace in the middle of the chaos, driving in the express lanes to make it to the next part of your day all while chugging your second or third cup of coffee? Or maybe you're the queen or king of long-winded to-do lists and ambitious dreams, all while struggling to remain content in the balance of everyday life. Welcome to the Best Day Podcast. I'm your host, Haley, wife, mama, high school teacher, and lifestyle blogger over at Graceful and Free. This is a place to encourage you, to remind you, to reassure you, that you don't have to have it all together, that it's okay to not be okay, that you can actually thrive in the state of chaos, that you can embody grace, that the ordinary can be the extraordinary. Here to make sure your heart knows that every day is truly capable of being the best day. Are you ready to live your best life every single day in grace and freedom? Then let's have the best day, friends, not just today, but every single day. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 61 of the Best Day Podcast. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It is your host, Haley, here. I am so excited to be here with you and to bring you this episode. This episode I am so excited for, mainly because... The inspiration behind this message that I want to share with you came to me pretty clearly one morning while sitting at my teacher's desk in the middle of the fall semester. And it was one of those days where I felt like I was just sitting in a bucket called overwhelm. I felt like everything was crazy. I felt as if I had so many different things that I needed to do and tasks that needed to be addressed. And I had a class full of students right in front of me and they were working on things and they were being productive. And I was looking at my own desk and my to-do list and my planner and thinking, I need to be productive as well. And I was laughing because I thought, well, you know, Haley, you do this all the time. 
you start the week off with such high hopes, such high expectations. Monday goes pretty well. Tuesday, yeah, you kind of make it. And then Wednesday rolls around and you don't even want to look at your calendar or your items of what has to get done because you know you are falling far behind. And maybe you're like me where you get in this situation where things start to become daunting. You just want to shut it off. And so instead, you open up Operation Survival Mode and you just coast and live there for a little while. Well, it was during this morning class period where I said, you know what? No, we're not going to live this way anymore. And I decided right then and there to take action and to step in solid footing that this was not how my week was going to go, that I was going to get done the things that I needed to get done. And I was going to do so with a sense of purpose and urgency. And as I quickly looked at my to-do list and at my environment and the things that really needed to happen, I put these six steps in practice to change the direction of my workday. And in fact, that changed the direction of my week and my attitude and my mindset and how I felt. And let me tell you, after figuring out right then and there how to switch where I was, what I was thinking, it was so incredibly empowering. And that's my whole message and hope with you right now today is that you would feel encouraged and you would feel empowered. And if you are feeling a little overwhelmed, if you are feeling a little exhausted, if you are feeling a little lost with what should I do, where should I go, I have all these things that need to get done, I just can't do it, then here is what you need to hear today that you can, you can accomplish those things. The things that you have on your heart, on your plate, they're there because there's some part of you that needs to be there in this current season, right? Don't focus on the future. Focus on where you are right now and be content with that and learn to grow where you are. So I have for you six steps six things to do when you are feeling like you are falling behind and you feel like the week and the world has just gone ahead of you and left you completely behind. These are six things to do in order to feel capable, feel productive, and feel accomplished. Okay, so when you are sitting in the overwhelm, when you are sitting in the chaos, when you are sitting in the midst of a hectic work day or work week, and you can barely breathe, the first thing, the very first thing I want you to do is I want you to take out a sheet of paper. It can be a notebook, it can be a sticky note, it can be your planner. As long as it's a sheet of paper with a pen and you sit down and you jot down a list of the very most important things that you need to get done. I'm not talking about the, oh, well, it would be nice if this could be done. No, the most pressing items. What needs to get done immediately? Do you have a deadline coming up? Is there something that's an appointment that you have to go to or some sort of event that you have to prepare for? What are the things that have to absolutely get done right then and right there? This is the list of there's going to be consequences if these things are not done, right? So write down the very most pressing items, the things that have to be ready for a certain date, the things that are the hot ticket item on your list. 
write those things down. So that's step number one. You identify the essential things that have to get done. The things that are the most pressing to you and what you're doing in life. Now, as you go through this list and as you are releasing the stress and tension within yourself and putting it on paper of the things that you have to absolutely get done, I want you to feel a freedom as you do that to release that stress onto the paper and to also give yourself permission to let go of the things that you don't actually need to do, right? You don't need to have an expectation of perfection, let go of the extras, and just focus on the essentials and find that freedom in doing so. Okay, so step one, you have written everything down that is the most essential thing you need to do. All right, step number two is clear off your desk space, all right? Clear off your actual work environment, whether that's a physical desk, whether that is a studio, whether that is a makeshift office, wherever you are sitting and doing your work, clear off that space. It can be so hard to function and think clearly through clutter. Even if it's something that you have grown accustomed to, instead take a few extra moments to clear off your workspace. Think through what can easily be thrown away. Can pens go back in a pen drawer? Can whatever that has a specific home be relocated to that home? Right? This is something that can so easily happen to me in my classroom on my desk. There's a lot of papers that get turned in, copies that have to get passed out. And while I do have set homes and set locations for these places to go, sometimes I just don't take the time to put those back in their proper destination. It can be very easy for me, especially when I'm feeling overwhelmed and stressed and when I'm feeling like my week has left me far behind, it can be so easy for me to let my desk just go with it, right? Like, okay, well, I was going to be organized. I was going to have everything together, but nope, not anymore, right? Kind of this all or nothing mentality in those moments, clear off the desk space, get rid of the clutter. Even if you have a giant stack of papers and you're like, you know what? I don't want to deal with this right now. I'm just going to stack the papers up nicely and I'm going to put them in a location where I know they will still be there. And once I have the headspace, once I have a moment to breathe, I will go through that and go clear those things out and sort through and organize, right? That's okay. That's okay for a temporary solution of just moving the clutter, right? It's not a permanent solution, but it's definitely a great temporary solution to allow you to really just pick up the pieces of where you fell apart to move forward with a certain urgency of, hey, I'm going to get this stuff done. I'm going to do what I need to do. And this week did not control me. In fact, I fought back and I won. All right. So the second step is to clear off your desk space. It's amazing how much more you will be able to think once you do this. It's amazing how much more creative and how deeper your thoughts can be when you have a clear space to work from, right? I always don't realize it until I do, until the desk is clear and the papers are gone and I actually can see, you know, the oak of the desk and I can see the clear space and have 
my pencil and my pen written on this blank slate in front of me. It's like, wow, oh, okay. I didn't realize that all of that was preventing me from seeing clearly what I'm truly supposed to see. Okay, so the first step was to jot down a list of the things that are the most pressing. The second step is to clear off your desk space. Now, the third step is to turn off all distractions. Okay, don't distract yourself from what you really need to get done. All right, you know the list of the items that are the most pressing. Your desk has been cleared. Now, turn off the distractions. Take your phone, flip it over, or put on a focus mode. If you have a whole bunch of web browsers open on your computer, and I'm laughing because as I just said this, I'm looking at my computer and uh, I'm counting how many web browsers I have. Mm, I think I have 15 Chrome browsers open. Now, granted, I'm using like three of them currently in the process of recording this podcast, but it's fine. Totally fine. I'm not distracted. But in the event that you are, turn off distractions. It's really, really hard to focus in on a task and do the thing you're supposed to do if you easily are switching tabs because, hmm, did somebody email me in the last 10 seconds? Probably not. Well, it's probably a promotion about something you don't need to buy, okay? Turn off the distractions. No apps, no notifications, no extra web browsers. If there's something on your desk that's distracting you, well, that should have been eliminated in step number two. Okay, so we're halfway there. Step number four is to stay hydrated with water, right? I know it's easy to say, oh, I have all these things I need to do. I'm going to drink all the coffee in the world and then regret it later. But we have to properly fuel our bodies to thrive when we are working, when our minds are working, when we are doing things that are challenging and pushing us, just as if it is a physical activity, you need to stay hydrated. You need to give your body the proper nutrition and hydration to allow itself to operate at its prime state of existence. So have a water bottle, fill it up, right? It's so easy to take a minute and leave the room and go grab a bottle of water, put ice, fill it all the way up to the top, come back to your space, clear your head in that quick little movement of going to go get water and coming back and focus on staying hydrated to give yourself what you need to be able to work and get things done well so you can feel productive and be accomplished and capable for all that it is that you are seeking. Okay, the next step. This is step number five. All right, power 30. Find a 30-minute window where you are going to completely devote all of yourself, all of your energy, all of your attention towards your most challenging task. All right, whatever is on your task that is, ooh, it's a hard one. You know, like I got to show up with my A game to this moment because this is hard and it's going to stretch me and push me and I need to think so clearly, right? For me, if I am in the classroom and I'm trying to prepare a lecture or write test questions or grade an essay, or if I'm prepping for a podcast episode at home, things where I know like I need my A game, find whatever your most challenging task is and devote 30 minutes to that task. 
your distractions are gone, you have your water, your desk is clear, you know the items that are the most pressing, so take the most challenging and difficult one and give it your all for 30 minutes. You will be amazed at what you're able to accomplish, and especially if it's something that you know you can really truly dig a lot at in 30 minutes, it's going to take a huge weight off of your shoulders. And if you need more than 30 minutes, right, because truth be told, a lot of my most challenging tasks, yeah, I need more than 30 minutes. You can schedule different pockets of 30-minute windows where you know I'm going to go hard right now and then I'll come back and revisit this later on. But utilize a power 30 to devote your time, your energy, your effort, the best of you to the task that deserves your full attention and see what you can do. All right, the final thing to do in order to overcome the feeling of falling so far behind and still move forward into your week feeling incredibly productive and accomplished, schedule work sessions throughout the rest of the week. You know the list of what needs to get done. You know the things that are the most urgent and the most pressing. So take a moment to slow down before you speed up. Look at what's left of the week. What do you still need to do? What do you need to accomplish from that very first list? And allocate certain tasks to certain periods of time. When you know that certain things are going to get done in a specific window of time, you will feel peace knowing that, hey, I'm going to get this accomplished. When you feel peace knowing that things are going to be accomplished, you're not going to worry about it in other situations. By knowing when things are getting done, by knowing that, hey, there is a plan in place, you will feel freedom and you will feel confident. And it's that freedom and that confidence that's going to allow you to stay grounded as you move closer to reaching your goals for the week and the tasks that you need to achieve. So those are the six things to do to overcome the feeling of falling so far behind in order to move ahead. Now, the reality is these are six great practical tips Anytime you have a lot on your plate, anytime that you're really trying to work through a lot at work, whatever your day looks like, these are great things to kind of do to position your mind for success, right? Jotting down a list of the things that are the most pressing, clearing off your desk space, working and removing the clutter, turning off distractions, staying hydrated, using a power 30, and then scheduling the work sessions for the rest of the week. Now, here's some important reminders, all right? The most important reminder as you work through all of these things is to not forfeit your basic human needs. It can be so easy to think that I'm just going to over-caffeinate myself and stay up super, super late to get what needs to get done cranked out. I have been there. I have been there so many times and I can assure you that that is not a good idea. If you have to do it for one day because you just are in that situation and you're like, listen, this has to get done. I am doing this. I'm drinking the coffee. I'm staying up super late. I will deal with it tomorrow. Okay, fine, right? I've done that multiple times. (laughs) And I will tell you that early, early on in my teaching career, I was doing a flipped classroom lesson and I was up till three in the morning or 3.30 in the morning recording lectures And this is long before like teaching virtually even was a thing, right? But I got maybe two hours of sleep 
and had to go back to work the next day for a full day of work in the classroom as a teacher and practice as a coach. And I could barely function. I was terrible. It was a great lesson. It reminds me like, hey, you can't do this. This is not sustainable. This is not healthy. Don't. It's not a good idea. But make sure you prioritize your basic needs. Focus on giving yourself what you need in order to live. And that is so essential to be productive and be accomplished. Making sure you're eating the right foods, making sure you're hydrated, making sure you're actually getting sleep. Something that I do now, which has been revolutionary for me, and in the past, right, if I had a lot of things to do, I would just stay up super late. Now, if I have a lot that I have to get done, I actually go to bed early. I make a point to go to bed an hour before I normally would have. And I then wake up earlier. I take that time at night and I put it in the morning. It is amazing how much more productive I am in the morning. I look forward to that cup of coffee. I sit downstairs on a little bar stool at the countertop and I can crank things out way, way, way faster than if I were trying to do it the night before. So that's just a little nugget of information. If you are struggling to figure out when can I get things done to just maybe take that and see if it works for you. Now, the second super important thing to remember is don't try to do too many things at once. Okay, I get it. If you're feeling overwhelmed and feeling rushed and stressed out, it can be so easy to try to do everything at the same time. But please try and stay present where you are at. If you are spending time pouring into your kids and you're connecting as a family or you're connecting with your spouse, in that moment, focus your energy and focus all your attention into that. Don't try and do work at the same time. Don't try to address an email while also doing bedtime stories. Because when you try to do that, they can't work at once. You won't get done what you hope to accomplish. Or if you maybe successfully somewhat send an email, it's not going to be the full email you hope to send because you're probably going to miss a you know, portion of it. Or not think things through and then you're also not fully there at the moment that you're supposed to show up in. When you do that, you're really just leaving two buckets half full instead of pouring into one bucket wholeheartedly. So put the work down. Find the freedom in putting the work down and the phone down and instead just loving on and pouring into where you are in that moment. You will feel like a more whole version of yourself later because you had those moments to fill yourself up and pour your love out. And then when you can sit down and focus back on that work or that task at hand, you'll do so from a much more uplifting and satisfying place. Well, there you have it. Encouragement from me to you on what to do when you feel like everything is falling apart and you're falling behind and you have so much to do and you can't keep up. This is your action plan. These are the six things to do and the important reminders along the way to make sure you are taking care of you. Now remember, you can do this. Whenever you have that big moment, that feeling of overwhelm and stress, know that the week isn't over, that this is not how your story has to go. In fact, you can have a different outcome and that choice to get there is yours. You can do this. You can work through the hard, work through the difficult, and reach the goal you hope to accomplish and end your week feeling strong, accomplished, productive, and capable. 
and I am cheering you on through that every single step of the way. As always, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. It is such an honor to be here with you, and I just am so thankful and appreciative for you showing up and listening and tuning in and blesses my heart in more ways than you know. I cannot wait to do this again with you next week on another episode of the podcast. Until then, friends, have the best day. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Best Day Podcast. Looking for more? Be sure to subscribe to never miss an episode and have guaranteed inspiration delivered to you weekly. Looking for an accountability group focused on encouragement, positive vibes, and intentional living? Come join the Best Day Podcast Facebook group or connect with us over on Instagram at the Best Day Podcast. And remember, your voice matters. Your presence matters. You are valued and your life is a treasure. You are absolutely capable of living your best life every single day in grace and in freedom. Until next time, have the best day, friends.